0: Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. But I was just floored that they were so heinous looking. Yeah, they're offensive. Who, who designed these? And Liz. If you're being fed a very specific set of content, you could believe that that is what everyone is seeing, and that's what the whole world is. Your mom time off starts now welcome back to the carpool podcast with kelly and liz hey happy thursday kelly happy november <gasps> you know what this year normally i'm like oh don't put up christmas decorations lot for thanksgiving this year i'm like i don't care let's i'm ready um sure i i won't be but i'm not gonna i'm i'm done with the trope on the internet of When do you put them up? It's too early. You guys are crazy. No, it's like I'm done with the trope. I'm done with the trope. I'm also done with you just being like an (laughs) overall Grinch about all holidays. Um, I'm not a (laughs) Grinch about all holidays. I'm just in a way like. I don't know. I'm just a little bit of a minimalist with it, you know? but i'm gonna get into the I wanna this i want to be into it and I i'm want, into I, it like we share everything you're just not sharing that joy with me what do you want to do bake a christmas cookie i'm in like sure. I don't know why you think i'm being a grinch i don't know like i want to go like walk through target like i want to like look at the decorations i want to be like excited about it. i want to be like oh look how cute this christmas tree is it seems and, like clutter and it just doesn't seem like that's something you're willing to do with me well good thing we got some other sisters on deck I'm just kidding. Oh, sh- anyway, we have jam-packed episode. Lots to do. Lots to talk no, about. No, I'm actually very excited about this episode. Industry news is finally popping off for once. Finally, the auto industry got interesting. Okay. I have a really crazy taste drive. Okay. We, we dump- have we have a millennial word correction. Millennial word correction. We have dumps. Um, industry news ditch the drive through Taste drive. Taste drive. All right. Well, let's get right into it with the millennial word of the day where we learn Gen Z slang so we can be less lame. Less lame. And today's word is a correction. And this is hilarious. So we got to back up to down bad. So my brother's girlfriend was like, Hey, Liz, have you used the word down bad? I was like, No, thank you. That's such a good idea. I know what it means. I did the Google search and I read it on the podcast thinking all was fine. She calls me that morning and she's like, I listened to today's episode you used the millennial version of down bad that's so embarrassing and you so call yourself a journalist well i g- google it it's that's what it i didn't go to the deeper dark yeah, you need to do the field internet. studies ask get in the streets. Well, ask the people that's what i told charlotte i was like you should have given me the definition if you knew that there was like a gen z version mm-hmm, and a millennial version mm-hmm. so like i kind of fault her a little bit on it but um anyway the the correction then the other way she says down bad that's still one way to use it but the way that the gen z's are now using it is when you have a crush on someone yeah like you're down bad for someone like i'm so in love with this person i don't know if they feel it back i am just like down bad for them and that's hard because like i don't have a crush my husband's my crush so it's like i'm not like going to be down bad for yeah i don't like i'm not going to use that word i mean i'm down bad for the carpool podcast but it's just good to know what they're saying Yeah, I agree. I'm happy we had that correction. Yeah. So I um, I'm sorry. The if you still used it, that's still fine. And like, thank goodness we do have Gen Zers like Charlotte, like our sisters, listening to the podcast to keep us honest. It's good to know the Gen Zs are listening and keeping us accountable. We need to be held accountable. Anyway, do you want to move? Let's move on. Like, I just have like so much to say. I've been on the mic in like a week. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to do dumps? Yeah. So it's time for our dumps where we. Give you our brain dump from what we think about in the car. When we're silent driving. When we're silent driving. Okay. I deleted TikTok again. You already told us this. No, I said I was thinking about it. Oh, okay. Now I deleted it. Okay. That's all. I mean, I just, I hate that app. Yeah. I just don't like the videos that I see. Yeah. And it's addicting and it's weird. I just don't like it. Okay, well, good. I'm happy for you. And and I'm happy. Well, I'm not. Ha- I guess I am happy. I'm just validating, I guess, that you deleted it. Didn't have it for probably a year. Got it again. Hasn't changed. Still, still is the same. And yeah. mean, it's not worth having. Yeah, no, it's not worth having. And I just, I think I just, I think it's this thing of chronically online. And I just think we mm. need to be offline a little bit more and enjoy some other things in life you know mm-hmm. like it's just i don't know no i know i i've had to check myself a lot more since becoming a mom because you know james isn't doing anything and also james won't n- remember any of this but i will and when i'm sitting with him while he's on his play mat and i'm drinking my coffee in the morning like that's a really sweet time we have together and i will find myself sometimes scrolling And then I look at him and then he sees me look at him and I smile and he smiles. I'm like, that's the connection Yeah. that like when I'm at my phone, I'm not getting that connection, even though it seems like it doesn't matter because he's a baby. That connection, that smile, like that little moment right there mattered. And it's like I really have to check myself with it. And I think like the way people like TikTok, because what TikTok does a good job of that Instagram doesn't is where you get on certain sides of it and it, it feels a little bit like I don't want to use the word community because it's not, but you feel like you're in on the joke and like you see the same videos and like it's, it's, it's a false sense of community. And I think we're, we're craving that, especially as moms who spend way too much time alone with our kids without adult interaction. Mm -hmm. Like you've just got to prioritize finding people to hang out with. Mm -hmm. Finding a real community. And finding a real community. And... Like, that should, like, you. it's just so interesting to see, like, where our attention spans have gone because, like, your baby being cute on a a playmat should be entertainment enough, but it's not because of what our brains have been, like, molded to do. It's just, like, the silent walking thing. Like, walking should be entertainment enough. It's not. Yeah. I will say, too, with this, like, false sense of community, I also think it's a false sense of reality. Yeah. And here's why. I you will be like, Oh, have you seen this trend? Or have you seen this thing? I'm like, haven't seen it. You're like, how have you not seen it? It's literally all over my page. Because it's all over your curated videos. It's not not all over mine. And here's how I realized this. So I recently um, started running a new Instagram page for like a nonprofit. And so I got the login. And sometimes I'm on that page and I'm going through the reels. And I'm like, Oh, I thought this was mine. And I realize it's not mine because the reels aren't my reels i can tell that i am not on the right instagram page because of the reels that i'm being fed and i could see how if you're being fed a very specific set of content you could believe that that is what everyone is seeing, and that's what the whole world is and what the whole world thinks scary the whole world thinks and that's scary or what's what's actually happening like there was so much tiktoks about like doomsday and like how this is the end and i'm like okay is it is it yeah because it's not and you can go down a rabbit hole and get stuck on that and believe that that is to be true because you think everyone's thinking that and like then it's so damaging because like i'd watch one of those videos and then like i would have a pit but then like the algorithm then knows i watched one of those videos and then that's all i would see and it's mm. just i don't like it and i don't subscribe to it and i deleted it and i just good for you and it's also f- been very frustrating as a creator because like my i never ha- my videos don't get any views and i have a decent tiktok following yeah and like they just weren't how are you supposed to i just don't care i just like if that's the thing that that makes me go down then i'll just go down and i don't care yeah anyway and i also think with your tiktok tiktok's not getting many views when it is good content when it is content that people want to see which we know for a fact because of your instagram then you see the people who make the most outrageous videos that are meant to get people to comment to get people to hate like trisha yeah. paytas is kind of the perfect example of this like she would do the most outrageous outlandish things knowing that all of her comments would be hate comments but that's engagement and that's going viral and like that's money you some people make in- make tiktoks just to go viral and they're crazy and you're like how is this person real and it's like they're just in it for the views interesting anyway wild some content that i have been watching not tiktok that I really, really enjoyed, and this was Sydney's recommendation, The Girl Doesn't Miss, is the new Beckham documentary on Netflix. Oh, yeah. I'm meaning to watch that. It's four episodes. I think they're like an hour, 45 minutes or an hour long each. Like, they're long. And it is really well done. Really fascinating. I love a documentary. Love a documentary. And Sydney made a good point because I, like, remember David Beckham, like, being a big Deal and a big star Mm -hmm. for being just a soccer player um but like i did not actually realize the grip he had on the world and cindy was like it is what travis kelsey and taylor swift are today like he married posh spice they're still together they have an incredible love story you forget she's posh spice it's a you forget she's posh spice like and the spice girls were in their prime when they met and david beckham was in his prime and anyway, it's very, very good. Very well done. Would recommend and love it because it's like so can watch with your husband. No, and it makes you well-read and interesting because now you know about David Beckham. Like if you're going to scroll TikTok for four hours of your life, you're not going to you're not going to retain hardly anything. But I could tell you a lot about soccer and David Beckham. And now. that's interesting. It is interesting. It's so good to like just find content, whether it's books, podcasts, conversations with friends that leave you like with a freaking opinion on something with some Mm -hmm. with substance Mm
1: -hmm. substance
0: is all i'm looking for these days so anyway um yeah and i'm not always saying it's this podcast either but i'm saying you know expand expand your palate and speaking of expanding your palate i went ahead and listened to about five minutes of size podcast yeah so if you met duck call room i feel like so last episode if you don't make it to the end which i know a lot of people just for their own reasons don't listen to the blake's besties segment um, but at the end of the blake's besties we randomly brought up that we are always neck and neck on the leisure chart, leisure charts with uncle si from duck Dynasty's podcast um so i took a listen and in the same way that i don't think we are his target like he's not our target demographic i don't think we're his yeah I wasn't expecting a lot of crossover Um, No, it's just And you know, it's when you first listen to a podcast It's more than just him I think there were like three people on there But I really couldn't understand Because they were all just like talking over each other And granted, I only got five minutes into it Because in the same sense that uh, Gen Z's can't Like the first two minutes of being on a silent walk is mayhem The first two minutes of that podcast was mayhem for me um well, because I could not understand what was going on. If anything, it's hope though, because all we have we don't have to take from them. I don't want to take anything. No. We just have to get more carpoolers to listen so we can chart number one in leisure. And that's the greater and that's the greater point we're trying to make. And yeah. just like one of our really big goals for the year is to get more listeners on the podcast. So hopefully like the clips will help. Hopefully I can like do some more guest podcasts. I know like we're promoting it more on our own social media pages. Because I just don't think people know what they don't know. People don't yeah, know. Of course what's on what's over here of course and that I found to be very true at the auto show because I heard a lot of stories of people's trying to tell their friends oh listen to this podcast listen to the podcast and they're like I wouldn't listen to it for the longest time and then I finally did and now I enjoy it but I think it's you know getting them started yeah I know it's getting them started which I get it you guys have a lot on your plate and I'm just blessed that you take an hour out of your day to listen to this podcast because I know you have so many choices I mean look at the content out there Exactly. Look at the content. You know, there's the Beckham documentary. There's so much. There's Uncle Size Podcast. hmm If you do like this podcast, though, I recently found another podcast that I do think you would also like. And that's the Camp Counselors podcast. It's um seems like Zachary Porter or something. Zachary, yeah, Zachary, what's He's his name? so funny. He's so funny. Zachary Porter and Jonathan Carson. So funny just like a very easy listen like yeah. they're they're definitely much funnier than us but it kind of gave that just kind of like nonsensical just easy leisure listen would recommend okay well liz let's move on to our, our do you have anything on your dump that was my dump i just said a lot of things oh <laughs> if you recall okay i have a taste drive which we haven't done a taste drive in a while but I'm very excited about this one. And it's kind of like Halloween adjacent, which okay. we just came off Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, so you may be like going through your kids Halloween candy and like, you know, eating it. Um, I went to Walmart, which is not something I typically do. I'm not really a Walmart girl. I just prefer my local grocery store. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. do you agree? Sure. Okay. I don't know. Um, anyway, I, just, I just don't get to Walmart as often, but I wanted to go there because I wanted to grocery shop and um, buy some household things. I'm checking out and I always like to see what those freaks are up to because they always have crazy candy at Walmart. So I'm always like looking for taste drive things, you know? Mm -hmm. I look over and there's all these ugly candy bars and maybe this have been around for forever, but it was the very first time I have seen them and they were front and center and they are great. The great value brand version of these candy bars. I'm on the edge of my seat. So first of all, and there's so much i want to get to let me show you what they look like first yeah they they didn't didn't even bother renaming them caramel cookie bars oh that's a twix no i know i bought six of them milky chocolate crispy wafer bars. it's like the it's like the wish.com version like they're just like throwing all these names on there oh yeah it's like the exact same milk chocolate fluffy fluffy nougat bar caramel and nougat bar these are so ugly like just get peanut caramel and nougat bar so all they had to do was go on canva no and like elizabeth they're so ugly the great value brand needs help and here's first of all i am i love an off brand like you know who i love kirkland brand kirkland does such a good job that's costco's brand if you don't know Kirkland does such a good job of making it seem like their version is like the better one or the cheaper one or whatever. And great value needs help. I don't know if I love the name, but I'm going to be okay with it. But like, what about just like Walmart's brand? This is all just Walmart's brand. And they couldn't even bother to rename it something. There are people who I see on the social medias who will take like a non-luxury brand and
1: Rebranded. rebranded
0: as if it's luxury they need one of those people to do this because these are offensive looking and they were 88 cents so a snickers was like 129 yes. no they were 76 cents and i think the snickers was like 129 or 149 so they're almost half the price and, and in if, this economy i'm like, sure they're going to taste the exact bet, same we're going to taste them i bet they're going to taste the exact same but i was just floored that they were so Heinous looking. Yeah, they're offensive. Who who designed these? I don't know. Does Walmart have no one better? I mean, Walmart can certainly afford like a graphic designer. And like uh, so they look like, like they were made on Word. They're just they look like they were they if you showed me that I would have guessed it was from 1980. Yeah. I bought that today. It's 2023. Okay, where do you want to start? I don't care. Just grab hand me one. I don't even know if we need to taste all of them because I'm sure they're all gonna be the same caramel cookie bar. I mean, it, right down to there's two in the pack. It's just a Twix. This is, yeah. Okay, so we just tried the one that's supposed to be like Twix. Very similar. Not exactly like a Twix. Not The exactly. caramel's kind of sweeter. It's got a little bit I, but it I, has a bit more of like a cocoa taste to it. Yeah. What does this say right here? Rainforest Alliance. People in nature. It's like, what does that have to do with anything? I, what does that have to do? I don't know. Do all of them have a frog on it? Yeah, I think that's just I don't know. Some of their cocoa. Um, what did you think though, Kel? Is a taste drive? Yeah, I we, think it's we good. Must leave our I think review. it's good. All right, let's try. um Would you buy that over a Twix? No, because I don't want to look at this. But it's it's doing the same. I mean, to save half the price, it's doing the same thing. Okay, let's try the Kit Kat version. Okay, the Kit Kat is very similar, but slightly off that could be the theme it has like a maybe this is rainforest cocoa they keep talking about it has like a both of them had a slightly different like aftertaste are they just like i don't know if they're better i do not like there's something goofy about them liz all right well now i have to try the three musketeers version i thought that was the milky way oh Oh, no, no the milky way has caramel yeah that tastes just like a. That tastes just like a Milky Way. Like a Milky way. Yeah. yeah, I agree. That's the Milky Way. Okay, well, and you know what? I do feel as though the caramel nuke at bar was supposed to be a mil. Um, do we say three Musketeers? Yeah, That's that was says- a, Let's let's skip the Milky Way because I'm gonna get a stomach ache. But let me try the Snickers. Okay, the Snickers off-brand because we you can give this out to some kid tonight for Halloween. We determine. Can you imagine? I would like throw that away if it was in my kid's bag. I'd be like, this was from 1988. I would be like, this definitely. I was like, you guys can't has, eat this. It has to be expired. Yeah but like snickers is to me my goat no we we determined twix was better than snickers oh. in our grade eight of i candy can already bars. tell you the peanuts look off here there's not enough peanuts totally normal snickers yeah. snicker smacked. okay so grade value i don't know you guys proceed with caution i mean if you can get over the look of it like definitely i would just can't believe that they look like that am i missing something here I don't know maybe I'm so interested maybe they're so affordable because they didn't have to I know but like you already printed the label you already did multiple colors on the label like I know how I have a little bit of a manufacturing background hello we do have merchandise Mm -hmm. like I just can't believe that Yeah. Um like the way we put so much more effort into our Car Mom Cleaner labels than they did to these. Like I just don't even Yeah, that's true. Like I'm a mogul of labels. Like I know how it works. It's giving first gen of Car Mom Cleaner. (laughs) (laughs) Because we did a rebrand and like and we (laughs) We made it. But we're also not Walmart. No, we had limited resources. We're Mm -hmm. a work in progress. Yeah, we are. Okay, well that was kind of fun. Today's episode is brought to you by ZocDoc. Have you been on the hunt for a new doctor and you ask literally everyone you know for the recommendation? You know, a doctor who actually gets you, listens to you, and makes you feel super comfortable. Finally, after weeks of searching, you find the one. So you call their office to book an appointment and yeah, they don't take your insurance. Wipe your tears, put away the ice cream, and head over to ZocDoc.com to find and book a doctor who is right for you and takes your insurance. ZocDoc is a free app where you can find amazing doctors and book appointments online. We're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top-rated patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for the ones who take your insurance, are located near you, and treat almost any condition you're searching for. Go to ZocDoc.com slash carpool to download the ZocDoc app for free, then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash carpool. ZocDoc.com slash carpool. Okay, Kel, now it's time for industry Oh, do we have advice? I don't know. I don't, but I have lots of industry news. Okay, well, you can get into industry news. Let me, I did say some advice. Let me go look it up. You guys, so much is happening in the industry, okay? I've got three stories today. So this is industry news where I spill the hot tea going on in the auto industry. Okay, first, which keep in mind, I'm recording this on Tuesday. This episode's coming out on Thursday. So there could be updates from the UAW strike. But the good news is, Elizabeth, it looks like it's over. Oh, my goodness. Praise be. So they still... So basically, here's the the very, very Reader's Digest version. Stellantis, a.k.a. Chrysler, came to an agreement. Then Ford's like, fine, we'll come to agreement. Then finally, GM's like, okay, if we're all agreeing, like, we'll just do that. So here's what, as of now, they've, quote, unquote, won the UAW. This is an article from CNBC. While full details of the finalized deals are still emerging, they set 25% compounded raiser, raises over four and a half years, including an 11% increase upon like uh, ratification, a reinstatement of the cost of living adjustments, increased 401k company contributions, and enhanced profit sharing bonuses. So they didn't get like their 32-hour work week, okay, um, and they got 25% instead of a 40% raise. That feels like just the definition well, of a compromise, <laughs> you know. It is good. No, it is good. No, it is good. I'm happy it's over, and it, it lasted six weeks, which I thought this was going to be months. I thought it was going to be six months. Well, thank. So goodness. I'm very happy okay, that they that's ca- that's so huge that they came to an agreement. Um, but again, they still have to. It's they're calling this a tentative deal between the UAW and the Big Three, because UAW members still have to do a vote, which I don't know when that vote is it's been very it's like it's such an ever-changing story and landscape that it's been very very hard to track and i think a lot of like the negotiations have been kept private because like i would have like mm-hmm. loved to play by play where it's like they said this and here's what they said but like we just don't we're not privy to a lot of yeah. that information yeah. but for now it's over which is good news for everybody involved i hope everyone's happy okay this next story is from consumer reports and it says that we, we, we've we been talking a lot We've been trying to, you know, really bring a lot of affordable car content to the carpool and to the car mom. So Consumer Reports has an article and it says 12 cars proven to get 200,000 miles and beyond. So I thought I would read these 12, these 12 different cars. But it does say the first line of the article is almost any car can make it to 200,000 miles and beyond if you spend enough money on it. Um, Then they say the better strategy is to start with a model that has proven to be safe, scored high in our road tests, and has strong reliability track record and has been properly maintained. These are the top 12 most problem free cars, minivans, pickup trucks and SUVs that have proved to go often to 200,000 miles or further. There is a clear theme on the list. Honda and Toyota models have fewer problems and go the distance more often than vehicles from other brands, which doesn't really surprise anybody. I was going to guess that, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, what a good reputation to have. hmm Like, if I were to start a... I think if I were to start, like, or get really get involved with an auto brand, like, I would make reliability, like, one of my number one priorities. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um... The what I don't understand about this article though is these are all these are all new cars saying this. So I would take this with which I think it's like how do you possibly know if a 2023 is going to make it to 200,000 miles? I would say it's pretty okay. like I yeah. would say it's pretty model specific. Okay. Okay. Number one, and so they have a predicted reliability score out of 100. So I'm going to read you the re- the predicted reliability score. Okay. okay. Toyota Camry 82 out of 100. Honda Accord 80 out of 100. Honda CRV 83 out of 100. Toyota Prius, 80 out of 100, Toyota Sienna, 81 out of 100, Ford F-150, 58 out of 100, but whatever, Toyota Corolla, 77 out of 100, Highlander, 80 out of 100, Forerunner 59 out of 100, Tacoma, 52 out of 100, Honda Civic, 74 out of 100, Honda Pilot, 79 wow. out of 100 so who so had the- it's literally Ford is the only other one that's on there and it had a significantly lower score than any of the other ones I know isn't that interesting who had the highest I think I saw 83 was 83 the highest yeah, 83 I think that so was the, the Honda CRV one. I see I, I feel that I feel that big time that's fascinating isn't that interesting yeah I'm telling you especially those minivans like they will kick it they like will they'll last a long time yeah They'll do a good job. I also think it depends on, like, how you're driving the car. You know, you're not really cruising, you know, putting a lot of wear wear and tear in the sense of driving it aggressively when it's, like, a minivan. Yeah. You know? Right. But also, your kids are certainly wearing and tearing. Well, wearing and tearing on the interior. Yeah. yeah. Okay, the next story is, this is, like, all anyone's talking about in the auto industry, and that is that EVs are flopping. Like, it is just, like, I, first of all, I'm obviously sad because... I want EVs to be successful. I mean, of course, like, why wouldn't I? Mm. I want EVs to be successful. I want gas cars to be successful. Mm. But also, hate to say I told you so, but EVs are flopping. This is, I mean, there's literally Google electric vehicles. There are hundreds of articles all saying the same thing because the data doesn't lie, right? Yeah. So this comes from Fox Business. EV market could become the next big flop, says an economist. So Fox Business brought on... This economist, (laughs) I chose this story because (laughs) economist Steve Moore says car companies would be smart to invest in hybrid vehicles. It's almost like I've been saying that since the beginning. Almost like you have been saying that. I've been saying that since the beginning. Okay. Are you ready? Because it's the obvious thing to do. This was crazy. Given the huge losses that companies like Ford are suffering because of the EV mania, there was a statistic that Ford is losing something between $40,000 to $60,000 per car. It's a bad bet. The Economist further agreed that auto industry-wide bailouts may be likely amid companies' EV losses. And that's, that's the juicy gossip. And this is kind of take me back to our earlier conversation about the content you're fed and what you believe everyone's thinking when all the media outlets and all of these people who wanted evs to make a thing were just talking about how evs were the next big thing and then they believed that that was the reality but the reality is people aren't ready to make the change. People want to go to hybrid first. But when you live in this bubble where that seems like that's where everything's going and you're not willing to actually look at what the rest of the world or the rest of the country is into, this is what happens. It's the same thing. <clears throat> yeah, it's um, there's a lot. There is a lot going on. Um, I think that what they should do. So here's the thing if I like if someone wanted to like say Kelly like h- how do we sell more EVs if a manufacturer's listening you can take this idea because I want you to succeed like, mm-hmm. I want EVs out there one let's figure out the prices I mean what are we doing it's like that that article that I talked about last week where it were on Tuesday where it's like a Kia EV6 fifty six grand it's like what are you doing yeah it's a small two-row SUV yeah that's not a luxury go buy a vault go buy a vault the volvo 60 and then you're in a volvo like mm-hmm. the prices are weird prices are weird anyway here's what you need to do you need to include a free charger and install to your home i totally because agree because even like you can do all the rebates in all of the cash up because here's let me be clear you can get one get an insane deal on an ev now wait wait another three months Like, if you are going to be in the market for an EV, wait another three months, you're going to be the deals are going to be they're going to be giving them away. They're going to be insane, Mm -hmm. insane, especially with the end of the year. Wait, if you're going to be in the market for an EV gas powered car, I don't think you're going to get a deal. Sorry. Anyway, I just think what's hard is it's like, oh, like, then how do you get a charge or like, what company do you call who comes and sets it up? And like, we just are such a I want something and I want it now kind of society that people can't fathom like, well i if i'm gonna buy an electric car i can't bring it home till i get a charger and so then if i need a you almost like need a charger before you go buy the ev Mm -hmm. and like just no one's doing that so free charger and installation day of purchase it's and i know that's a lot but hey ford you're already losing 40 grand a pop it's fine throw in a 600 hundred dollar charger what are we doing yeah and that's my that's my idea yeah I mean, you wouldn't buy a computer without a charger. You wouldn't buy a phone without a charger. You wouldn't buy anything that doesn't come with a charger. So why would a $60,000 purchase be any different? If anything, don't give me a charger with my iPhone. Give me a charger with my $60,000 purchase. It's crazy. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's just, I mean, everyone's losing everything. General Motors saw its quarterly profit reduced by about $1.5 because of the higher cost and the impact of selling more EVs. Uh GM CFO Paul Jacobson said that it would it would abandon the interim goal of building 400,000 EVs from 2022 through mid 2024 and instead focusing on the goal of getting to a million EV productions by the end of 2025, along with hitting our margin targets. And also all they're doing is being like, we're going to worry about it later. I don't know. I mean, what do you think they can do? What else what else would make people I mean I think price needs to go down. Price. I think charging it's and I really I really don't even think I really don't even think it's an infrastructure problem as much as it's people don't have the access to their chargers. I mean how many people in America can't even park in their garage? I, Look at your neighborhood. People are no one's parking in their garage. Yeah, we can only fit one car in our garage. Um I also think it you I mean they might be doing this but maybe marketing this a little bit more of like a long-term test drive sort of thing, because you don't, they, they can tell you it's going to be easy all day long, but like our aunt is a perfect example. She drives demos too. And she took a uh, EV demo and she hated it because she went on a road trip. And like, it, it was the first time she ever did it. And it was horrible. And like, she really, really did not like the experience of the the EV experience. And if she were to have like bought this car and spent $60,000 on this car, and you don't like the experience like that is going to give you major buyer's remorse. Yes, and they another thing about EVs is they don't hold their value as well, which is because it which is scary, which is scary yeah. for thinking about going in and making that big of an investment. Um guys, I don't know. I'm feeling very I mean, I don't want to be right about this because like I would like because in a way I think EVs there's a lot I like about them. Like I think they're mm-hmm. fun driving cars. I think they're very easy to maintain cars. There's no engine. Like it's in a way, it's a, it's an easier car. I and, and I, I like the idea of diversifying energy. I mean, I don't think that we should go all one way or all the other way. But I do think there's something to be said about the importance of diversifying. Mm-hmm. But I'm just not to beat a dead horse. But like I just don't know. I don't know. We'll see. It'll be interesting to see, like, the vibes at the auto shows this year. Yeah. Because to see what they're, like, saying about the future go, and everything. We didn't go to the auto shows last year. No. But we went the, the year before. Yeah. And it felt like it was, like, everyone was Evie. Like, VinFast, like, this new EV company had, like, oh, all... Oh, they were the friggin' bell of the ball. We couldn't even get a photo with the car. Bell of the ball. Like, they hosted the cocktail hour. Like, every, it's, like, Ionic 5. It's, like, everyone was just, like... It was so Evie heavy. And, like, you mm-hmm. know who's... And, like, it's... You also have to... Here's what else you have to look at. Who are the two brands who aren't doing EVs? Um, There's two. Is it Toyota? Mm-hmm. and Is it Toyota and Honda? Yeah. Yeah. Who just aren't putting like the money into EVs and instead doing the hybrids. And like Toyotas are and Honda's even very behind on the hybrids. But Toyota, phew, I'm into it interesting it's so interesting and it's almost like because toyota has such a reputation of one reliability and two hybrid tech like when they really start pushing electric vehicles if they ever do i think their people will be more used to it and they will like feel more comfortable mm. doing going the ev route i mean right now it's like hybrid, yeah. everyone's doing the an ev and it's like you know i hate to like let's use ford as an example like Ford was, like, one of the first ones to, like, the Mach-E, the Lightning. And it's like, do you, like, even know how to do EVs, Ford? Like, it's just, it just seems, and I I, I know they do it. I know they have the tech and all of that. But, like, it just seems like their customers just aren't there. And I still think, like, this mistake of going after the truck demographic, like with the Hummer EV, the Ford F-150 Lightning, the Silverado EV, It's like they tried to go after the trucks first because they're like, trucks are going to be the hardest ones to adopt. So let's go there, which was stupid. Mm -hmm. Like, why would you start with the hardest? At least make it again. At least make it a hybrid. Like, Like, or make it digestible. Yeah, it's just. And yeah, I mean, there's so much coming out about EVs, you guys. And I. It's just, it's a very interesting conversation and I am not being an EV denier or like an anti-environmentalist. Like don't even try to come from me telling me those kind of allegations because I'm not. L- look it up. There's also a lot of studies that have come out recently about how the range just isn't accurate. And some manufacturers have, well, what would you call it? Like inflated the ranges by up to 25 to 30%. So they're yeah. not getting 300 miles. It's not as cheap as you think it is to charge. Yeah. The inf- I mean, the freaking Ford CEO said that he couldn't even go on a road trip. Yeah. Like, it's just interesting. And I do, I, I, this isn't a, a, a bold statement, but I think it's going to be a flop. I think like in 10 years, it's going to be like, that was a flop. Everyone's doing hybrids. We'll see. And maybe we'll get there eventually, but yeah. Okay. Now it's time for Ditch of the Drive Through, where we give you an easy dinner recipe to mix it up to get you out of your dinner, dinner rut. rut. Today, this, <laughs> excuse me this comes from caitlin if you want to leave your own ditch to drive through you can do so by writing to hello at the car we got big called out on the facebook group yeah i know for not sharing enough um email one so here i am delivering so fast and easy delicious dinner say less this is a uh one pan um chicken parm so, one, one glass pan, three to five chicken breasts, one box of noodles of your choice. Um, she says we use a half a box for a family of four. Um, large jar of marinara sauce, mozzarella cheese, cream cheese, Italian seasoning, Parmesan cheese. Uh, sounds freaking good so far. Dump half a box of noodles in a greased baking pan and pour half the jar of jar of sauce on top and stir place three to five chicken breasts on top spread cream cheese on a few pieces for adults if desired cover the chicken with italian seasoning and the rest of the marinara sauce top with shredded mozzarella cheese fill the marinara sauce ha- jar half full with water and pour over the noodles around the pan to help them cook. I'm obsessed place an oven for three, 375 degrees for 45 minutes or until chicken is done let kids sprinkle parmesan cheese for some extra fun on their plates so easy delicious no mess add some toast to the toaster with butter or garlic for an easy side so it's just one glass pan there is something so intimidating about putting R- hard, hard noodles. noodles yes i told that was because my because i'm just thought. like what if it doesn't work out but like it just probably will because i've started uh-huh. now that we've been doing crocktober <laughs> for doing the crock i pot. did i just put the noodles in the crock pot they I almost been, cook better i had been boiling noodles separately for like the chicken stroganoff i'm like yeah. that's moronic yeah i love a one pan i am obsessed yeah so that's a that's a really good one and like the cream cheese sounds really good because sometimes I just feel like my chicken parm like isn't quite like, especially if you're not going to fry, like if you're not going to like bread it and fry the chicken parm like you, but you want like the like extra like goodness and richness. I feel like cream cheese is a good idea. I totally agree. What kind of noodles would you use? I've been really strong with my noodle game lately. Just like don't. There's so many options. I bought a rigatoni the other day. Remember I made you that boars and pasta? With the sun-dried tomatoes? Oh, yeah, that was really good. Yeah, I like that noodle. I like that noodle, too. I like too. a good thick noodle. I like the rigatoni. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I think it's fun to exper- experiment with noodles. You know who has uh, so many fun noodles? Of course. Who? Who am I going to say? Trader, Trader Joe's. Joe's. Yeah. They just have, like, such fun noodles. Like, different yeah. colors, different shapes. There's just, like, so much to do with noodles. Yeah. Lurbit. So that's our ditch to the drive through And um, today... We are going to have the uh, Subaru Outback. Oh, I love that for them. Mamas, listeners. I bet there's a lot. People leave love a review. that car. People love a Subaru because that's what makes a Subaru a Subaru. Good freaking branding. Some One of the best commercials. Tyler talks about this. This is Tyler's Roman Empire. He brings it up all the time. The Subaru commercial where they go, they lived. Have you seen that commercial? Mm, no. Okay. It's this people at a junkyard and they keep taking these like really banged up subarus that have been like serious accidents and the guy like working the crane or something was like they lived oh wow it is i thought you were referring to like the car that just gave me chills when i like fully no. understood that wow let me find it like the people in the accident lived. like they lived whoa like it's a fa- like they walmart if you're listening find them wow the subaru they lived commercial i wanted you to watch it oh my gosh lived they lived and then that cuts to a family getting in the car thanks to our Subaru oh it chills is, chills, it chills is across is my entire body so good and guys like the car is destroyed like and then it shows the family like, like they're the family that lived and then they got a new Subaru Up. Obsessed. Obsessed. That's a good. Guys, the car manufacturer, they need our help because, like, that's what we should focus on that and reliability. And instead, they're just like, they're fo- truly, like, they're focusing too much. And this is going to be a hot take. They're focusing too much on, like, performance. E- yes, they are. Like, why do they who keep cares? showing me, like, SUVs climbing over rocks? Who, who cares? Do- who is doing that? Who's doing that? No. I would love like a you know, ugh, Subaru is a brand I trust a hundred percent. I trust 100%. Subaru, Be- and like that's I mean that commercial helps, but uh, for all the other branding that they've done, they've they're just a trustworthy. What's a brand, brand. you don't trust? Like who do you trust the least? <sighs> oh man, I could probably. Think I think of a I probably. Lot. I tr- let's play. Do you trust them? Okay, in the sense where it's like, how do you want to? i don't know <laughs> great value i don't trust them i don't trust great value. i don't know what they're putting in their candy value. i don't okay what about like uh like chrysler jeep i don't trust i don't know if i trust them mm, no no i don't i don't either what about it's not, that I don't, it's not that i don't trust them but i trust subaru more it's your gut instinct it, it, of course, I'll still drive a Jeep. I'll still drive a Chrysler. It's not in that sense. It's just like, do they have your best interest at heart? I guess is what it means. And I do think Subaru does. <laughs> I think Subaru does. I too. really, truly do. I don't, like great value. Mm-mm. I think we Mm-mm. just love Subaru. And that's what makes a Subaru a Subaru. And that's all you need to say. And that's it. I trust Jeep. In well, a, jeeps are just not super reliable, so that's no, why. No, like I, they're not that safe either. Yeah. Well, it's not that they're not safe. Some of them are <laughs> safe. The Wrangler's not safe, but you you already knew that. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Like General Motors, I don't know if I trust um, them. I don't. They seem know. too big. Here's the thing: I think they just get too big for their britches. That's it's like, true. So it's even like Mazda. It's like yeah, like zoom zoom. Like Mazda's like I like those. Sometimes, like, those boutique little brands. Like, you just don't want to get too big. Kia. I'm not sure. I don't... The like whole that. theft of it all? The the Kia, Hyundai, the cars get stolen, they don't do a recall? Yeah. I don't trust you. Yeah. Subaru would never do that. <laughs> Subaru would never. Subaru would come to my door and personally apologize. And- <laughs> like i don't know i'm just i'm not trying this conversation's going nowhere we have not gathered our thoughts but anyway shout out to subaru if you drive a subaru outback or really any subaru i think you just i just think it's the subaru appreciation post <sighs> Subaru appreciation post um head to the review section and tell us how you love the pot all right see ya thank you for listening to the carpool podcast with kelly and liz make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode and if you enjoyed riding with us tell everybody you know There's room in the car for everyone.